Welcome to Booz Allen Hamilton's Unstoppable Together podcast, a series of stories that unite us and empower each of us to change the world. I'm Jenny Brooks with Booz Allen Hamilton, and I'm passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Please join me in conversation with a diverse group of thought leaders to explore what makes them and all of us unstoppable. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unstoppable Together podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Brooks, and I'm excited today to speak with John Lavelle, a Navy veteran and member of Booz Allen's Global Military Veteran Business Resource Group. John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. We're excited to connect with you today. As we celebrate Veterans Day and Military and Family Appreciation Month during November, Can you start by sharing a little bit about your time and experience serving in the United States Navy? Sure. When I signed up in the delayed entry program, or some people say when I stepped in, I was 23 years old. I had thought that I was going to make a career in retail management. That was just the path I chose after high school. I kind of just wanted to take the easy way out. And after three years of that, it just destroyed me. I was very unhappy and I felt like I needed a new start. And the more I thought about the military, the more I thought this is a great opportunity. I can get a skill. I can get away from my hometown and just kind of restart. And going into the Navy, it just sounded so good. I I kind of thought I should just do this for my entire career. It's great. I can travel the world. I get benefits. I get a pension. I get good pay. I mean, what's not to like? So I joined the Navy with the intentions of making it a career. I told everybody. Why, why isn't everybody doing it as a career? This is the greatest thing ever. Went through boot camp. And again, I was 23 when I joined. And then in boot camp, I had my 24th birthday. I was a little older than most of the people that were in there. Then I went through A school, which was in Pensacola, Florida. I had a great time there. I met a lot of awesome people, learned about some IT stuff, networking and whatnot. And then I got stationed here in DC as my first and only command. So I, I had a shore command in the Navy. I didn't get deployed or anything. I wasn't on a ship. So it was a little bit different than what I was expecting because I was told a lot about how the Navy is all about the ship life and you get to travel to all these different countries. And I was stationed here in DC, still fairly close to my hometown in Long Island, New York. And after about four months of being stationed in DC, I learned a lot about fiber optic cables and installing networks. That was my primary job. It was pretty cool. I liked learning new stuff. I liked working with the team, but I just felt a little bit empty inside, like thinking, is this it? You know, it's a nine to five job, which I like, but I wasn't really feeling satisfied with the type of work that I was doing. And then I started to uh, do some online dating and I met this girl. She was really cool. She was the first person I ever met that kind of believed in me and inspired me a little bit. And then she brought up one day think, saying, uh, hey, have you ever thought about going to college? And I said, yeah, I guess so. You know, just, just maybe she wouldn't visit the topic again. I just said it. And then a month later, she called me up on a Saturday morning and said, hey, you know, I know you're interested in going to college. Did you want me to take you to the local community college, Northern Virginia Community College, and you can maybe take the placement exam to see how you do. And I said, I don't even know what program that I would major in. I I don't know anything really about college. 
And she said, you're really good with numbers. Maybe you can major in math. So I said, I, I didn't even know there was a major in math. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything. So I didn't want to let her down. So I said, okay, what the heck? I'll, I'll let her take me to the community college and I'll take the placement exam and I'll just see what happens. And I did pretty well. They said I place into calculus, which was kind of funny considering I did very poorly in algebra one and two in high school, but I took some YouTube tutorials on pre-calc just for fun when I was in the Navy. I mean, I considered it fun because I liked, I don't know what happened. I didn't like math that much when I got to algebra one and two, but because I did poorly, it was almost like a challenge years later thinking, you know what? It Math beat me. Maybe I can give it another try and I can beat math. So I started looking at YouTube videos on pre-calc, just prepping, and it was kind of cool. So I placed into calculus, but I decided to take pre-calc and I got an A and that just boosted my confidence. And I started to really think, wow, I can do this. Maybe I can succeed in college. Wow. And so power of persuasion by a girlfriend combined with YouTube tutorials on calculus, got you where you are and sitting in a college class, acing pre-calc, even though you qualify for calc. Okay. So go on. You've got yeah. us enraptured by your story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then it just became the Navy and school on top of that. I still didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and think, okay, I'm going to get out of the Navy. I still have the mindset of maybe I'll stay in, maybe I'll get out. Let's just see what happens. So pre-calc one year into my first command, and I still had three years left on my contract. So I took a new math class every semester. And while doing this, I was taking on other jobs in the Navy. I was just trying to stay busy all the time. That was the key. I didn't want to just do my job and college, I took on a collateral, which is like an extra duty is what they call it in the Navy, a collateral, which I chose to do uh, something called honor guard. Those are the people that before, the, before a ceremony, they do the national anthem. And I don't know if you've seen at football games, they'll have people come and like spin the rifles and hold the flags. I just wanted to do something like that to get some adrenaline and, and try to practice being in front of crowds, because it's something I was really nervous about for most of my life. You kind of just have to take your fears head on in order to get better. So the symbolism and the ceremony of that all, I think is very inspiring, but you chose it as a means to stretch through sort of something that you were tepid about. Big time. So yeah, I was staying busy in the Navy, going to school. And then long story short, I took a bunch of math classes while I was still in the Navy. I was taking night classes and I got A's in all of them. And that's when the serious thought of, okay, maybe I should get out of the Navy because I'm really liking school. I love numbers. I love this different path. I think my last six months in the Navy is when I finally decided I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to George Mason University, which is another university in Northern Virginia. Oh, by the way, that girl is, I ended up marrying her. That was pretty cool. That was a good call, John, if I do say so myself. I haven't <laughs> met your lovely wife. <laughs> up yeah, until I, this point, I, I'm curious, you know, you sort of described the start of your story around wanting to leave hometown. Of course, retail is a really hard business. You know, it's oh, yeah. quite arduous. 
okay, this sounds like a good idea to join the service. And now here you are falling into this passion and strength while also excelling in your Navy career. As you were going through it on both tracks, did it feel quite, quite challenging and you were really stretching? Was it intimidating that journey or were you, you know, as you look back on it and you've reached this point of this crossroads of, you know, George Mason University while you're getting promoted. Um, I mean, just what, what, what must that kind of expansion of your, to your point, your self-confidence, your development, like what are your reflections as you look back in, in that time period? Oh, that's a great question. I was I was very stressed all the time. I took on a lot of work and, you know, part of life is you have to learn your limits. When I was in retail, I was working between 65 and 75 hours a week for not a lot of money and I got burnt out because I didn't take any vacation. It was just really tough. And here's the next journey. I'm taking on my Navy tasks and college and I was still learning my limit. And yeah, I think that's very insightful. So many people can relate to that. I think it definitely prepped me for when I went to college. It really helps with your time management, just learning how to manage your time better. All of that definitely gave me much more confidence because, and it's funny you brought up confidence. It's something I've struggled with my entire life. And it's like, until I did something, I didn't believe that I could do it. So you just got to try it. Absolutely. Okay. So you contemplating, have you been promoted in the Navy and you're looking at George Mason? Where does your story go from there? So the next thing was deciding what I wanted to major in at George Mason. I had done mathematics at the community college because there wasn't a lot of selections. I just wanted to take math classes. I, I was really interested in economics and then orientation came. And when I got to orientation, they had everybody in the big room and they said, okay, you know, after they did their, their spiel, they said, everybody go to the place where you have to be based on your major, you know, whatever school you were a part of. So at the very end of that, they said, if you are interested in changing your major right now, come see this table over here. So I went over there out to the other table and I found that they had just had a brand new statistics program at George Mason. And I thought, all right, this is what I got to do. It's, this is meant to be. You know, I'm not a huge believer in fate, but this is kind of crazy how I really wanted to be a stat major. And it just so happens that they have a brand new stats program here at Mason. And that's what I'm going to do. It was a sign. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I took that. After that, it's kind of funny, even though I was thriving in the Navy or it, it, it made me I felt like I was thriving in the Navy and at Northern Virginia Community College. Once I left the Navy. It's almost like the safety net was removed and I got really, really nervous all over again because I didn't get the steady income that the Navy was giving me. I didn't get, I didn't have any medical benefits and it was pretty scary supporting my wife and I, but luckily with the GI Bill, you get something called housing allowance which is tax-free money you get every month while you're going to school. So that helped a lot. I don't know why. I was pretty intimidated going to a a four-year university. Hindsight, I don't know why I was so intimidated, but I was. And on the first day of class, I was really nervous walking in. For the first year, I'd say, I was nervous to even raise my hand. I think Mm -hmm. I just, like I was saying earlier, my confidence 
was really taking a hit. And I, I still to this day don't know why I was so insecure. So I thought, okay, if I get really good grades, maybe I'll feel smart and then I'll feel confident. So I think for after my first year, I had like a 3.9 or something like that. I was doing really well in school, but I still didn't feel very confident. And then it wasn't until I met and got had good relationships with a couple of pro statistics professors and they were taking me aside saying that I was doing very well. I was one of their best students. Those are the people that I started to surround myself with, all the people that were making me feel good about myself. And that's definitely advice I have to anybody out there that is going towards some goal. Surround yourself with positive people because I needed all the support I can get, you know, not having a job and going to school full time, really trying to make this work. Right. This is something that we talk a lot about on this podcast. In fact, you know, the whole approach to the podcast is through the sharing of personal stories. And at Booz Allen, we really believe in the power of sharing stories as a means to connect and learn and grow. And firstly, thank you for having the courage to share your story, um, but also, you know, in sharing and asking one another how are you pulling someone aside saying, Hey, you're doing a great job. It's always in those moments where you do tend to learn something about the other person that you didn't know of before. And it really helps, you know, make those connections deeper to understand what drives a person, what's concerning a person, what aspirations the person has, et cetera. Can you share with us along those lines? Can you share with us a little bit about your transition then and how you got to Booz Allen, because we often hear from veterans that the transition out of the military, to your point, it can be, sometimes it can be isolating, sometimes it can be very intimidating, you know, coming from a, an environment that you are more comfortable with, that you've spent time into a different environment, those unknowns, etc. While I was at George Mason, in my second to last year, there was a job fair. And I felt really prepared. I thought I got good grades. I got my military background. I have to get an internship. They have to like me. But that wasn't really the case, believe it or not. I won't mention any companies in particular, but while I was walking around the job fair visiting the different representatives, I just got this feeling that they weren't interested in me for whatever reason. Maybe it was my approach. Maybe it was the fact that I majored in statistics. But I got shut down a lot at that job fair. That really hurt a bit. And then I went to the Booz Allen booth because I remember when I was in the Navy, I would hear a lot about government contractors and I heard really good things about Booz Allen. So I thought, oh, let me let me go over there. And I was greeted so warmly by their representatives. That really meant a lot to me because it's, it starts with those people. You know, they represent the company. And she made me feel really welcome. I showed her my resume. I talked to her a bit and she said, go on Booz Allen's website and just keep applying to jobs. I said, which one? She said, whatever one you're interested in, just apply to as many as possible. I, I promise you somebody will reach out to you. So I did. I think I applied to 10 jobs. I was just really excited about what would happen. And a couple of months later, I got a call from a recruiter and at that time, that was like one of the happiest moments of my life. I said, wow, I'm actually in touch with the Booz Allen recruiter. This is great. And she was just a pleasure to deal with. She ended up giving me three options 
for internships. So I, I interviewed for all three positions and I got a summer internship. The manager wanted me to work using my statistics background to consult with as many people as possible. We need to find a way to create some model, predict something using a bunch of metrics. And it was my job to try to find who owned those metrics and maybe put together the model for them to make these predictions. And that was an amazing internship because the people that I was interfacing with were so professional. If I told them in an email, I'm an intern, the next email was, hey, why don't you come in and we'll meet face-to-face? Not blowing me off, not, oh, let's just meet with a phone call. They wanted to see me face-to-face. So that was just so cool. They had a uh, they had a new hire breakfast, and I heard some a couple of employees say, yeah, I'm a data scientist. So after the meeting, I took them aside and said, hey, you're a data scientist. I'm actually, that's major. I'm an intern here. And they, they took me to their whole team of data scientists, about a dozen of them. And I just talked to every single one of them, and they taught me so many things that school really couldn't prep me for. There was just no reason for me to not want to pursue a career at this place. I had so many great experiences and met amazing people. Like The professionalism was uncomparable, and I thought, this is the place I want to be. So after my internship, I think I had two more semesters left before I graduated college, And in my second to last semester, I was still in touch with my recruiter, and she got me an interview for this position as a software developer. And even though I was a stats major, I still did take one computer science class where we learned Python, and I loved it. I loved learning about code. It was like a puzzle to me. It just made sense. It reminded me a lot of algebra and math. So I was just so excited to learn it. And, you know, you hear about Before you take it, you hear, oh, computer programming. Oh, that sounds cool. That sounds difficult. So the fact that I got to learn it was a really, really cool feeling too. And and I did well in it. That was really the only background I had for uh, software development. But anyway, I interviewed for the software development position and I got it. I signed the offer letter. It was just a week of bliss. I was so happy for that entire week. Nothing Nothing could upset me. My confidence was higher than ever in school. I was not only raising my hand more, but I was doing presentations better than I've ever done. It's like something just clicked and I really started to believe in myself more. That's very cool. I really love, I just go back to the beginning of the conversation and sort of how you were framing where you were at with, oh, I don't know about college. And and here you are with this just like blossoming experience and learning all of these subject matters. It's really Cool to hear. You kept going and persevering. And what I love, it was so great about your stories, just following your instinct. I've done a lot of extra learning on the side using YouTube and Google. It's really that simple. Fallon offers Udemy for free. So that, that was extremely helpful too, learning Linux skills and learning the cloud, because those are things that were really tough to find resources for initially for me. What else have you found at Booz Allen that you've drawn from in terms of your own development and growth? The people. There's been a couple of senior developers who are so kind. They're so good at explaining things and teaching and their patience. I, I can't even say enough about it. And as long as I'm showing them that I'm putting in an effort, 
they love teaching me and showing me things. So I can't say enough about the staff that I work with. I couldn't agree more, John. Thank you for sharing. At the end of every podcast, we leave some free space for our guests to share final thoughts with those who are listening. What would you like to leave the audience with today? I have something that I say a lot, and this is just in my experience in life. Most great things in life are going to require a lot of work, and you only live one time. So don't live in regret. If you want to do something really, really bad, at least try it. And that's my advice to anybody that has goals and dreams of of doing something. And it's also never too late to change. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can always go back to school. You can use resources online like YouTube and Google like I did. It's never too late to change. And again, you only get one chance at life, so make it count. Thanks for inspiring us today. Thanks for having me, Jenny. Thanks for listening. Visit careers.boozallen.com to learn how you can be unstoppable with Booz Allen. Be the future. Work with us. The world can't wait.